spending some time this morning talking about Vicky Phelan, uh, who passed away overnight in the care of Milford Hospice at the age of 48 and had become so much part of national life, but also very much part of Limerick, having moved here many years ago from Kilkenny. I never thought that once I gave that statement on the steps of the court that uh, you'd be hearing from me again, to be honest, you know. I never thought this would get as big as what it was. Uh, I mean, at the time, all I wanted was a, a review into the cervical check screening programme because I knew at that stage that there were 14 other women. I never expected it to get as big as what it did. Um, and I wouldn't, to be honest, I, I had no intention of, you know, kind of going and doing all these media interviews and going up and down to Dublin and meeting, you know, the Minister for Health and the Taoiseach. But as soon as it started getting bigger, Joe, and the story, you know, got worse and we realised how bad it was, I couldn't pull myself away. As simple as that. I just, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it because I felt that I owed these women and, you know, at the time there were very few of us, um, you know, advocating for change and advocating for um, uh, for answers. So I felt that I, I owed women this, you know, because I had started it really, you know, and and you know, as everybody knows, I'm well able to talk. So I thought, well, you know, I may as well use it for for, for good and try and do something with this. That's the the late Vicky Phelan talking to us on the programme and uh, we were privileged to have her on the show a number of times over the years and Councillor Olivia O'Sullivan is with me in the studio this morning. What are your reflections? Well, I'll be honest, Joe, I actually only heard the news when I came in um, the door of the radio uh, station. Uh, we were planning to talk about something else. We obviously won't this morning because there's nothing more important that, than we should be discussing. I've had to compose myself a little bit since hearing it. It's actually just devastating. And uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one in Limerick, Kilkenny and all over Ireland that's going to shed tears for Vicky Phelan today. It's absolutely devastating news for her family. You just feel so upset for them. And and angry, you know, I was listening to the interviews there while I was waiting to come in. Um, you know, her, her children deprived of their mother now from this part in their lives. It's so unfair. You know, Vicky should have been living a long healthy private life she, she shouldn't have she's an amazing she was an amazing woman a champion and she's only one year older than me she's a champion um for women and all she's done but it's 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 just it's absolutely devastating to think of her family now left without her mm. and in that period of time and, and you you make a, a very valid point that you know she was a private citizen for most of her life but she's become so much part of the national conversation over the last six or seven years, hasn't she? She has. She 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 just kept fighting and fighting um, for for herself and then for other women and then for all women. And it became about, I suppose, her daughter and and, and all women of Ireland and um, a standard that wasn't good enough in the care that was being received. Um, to be very, uh, as well, I suppose she always encouraged women to keep having your your um, your cervical check, you know, and keep having your smear tests, um, because it was a very difficult time for women um, when all this was was being unearthed. Because everyone saw ourselves no more than me. Vicky's one year older than me. I saw myself in her. Everyone was seeing themselves in one of the, the victims, that, you know, that came forward afterwards, and. Um, she kept encouraging us, I suppose, to to stick with it. That she was she was going through all the work. I mean, why did it take someone like Vicky Phelan for the Scally report to happen? You know, that sh- that shouldn't have been the way. It shouldn't have been an ill woman with a terminal diagnosis that had to push for this to come out for for the women of the country to have a level of care that we, you know that, that that should have been there in the first place. Mm. And 
she had to go through so much even in recent years in order to extend her life as well didn't she she did and I followed her very closely in all her social media and um she did and she did it for her children that decision she made to go to the States and to try and get that treatment that might have given her more time and then the decision to come home when she realised that actually the time she had she needed you know she had to shift her priority when she realised where she was with it and come back and spend the time with her family and be with her children that she had done as much as she could do to try and and, um, get more out of that that, that treatment and any experimental treatment she did absolutely everything and her children and her family um, I'm sure her family in Kilkenny are devastated but they will know that she did absolutely everything she possibly could and more more than than anyone um, to try and stay here as long as she could to try be here with them as long as she could I think a lot of people were really struck by that period she spent in the States. It coincided with COVID and, you know, and she was very open on social media about what a terribly lonely time it was and how ill she was uh, as a result of obviously the primary illness, but then the treatment itself. And, you know, they were trying different things, weren't they? They were. And it was it was devastating. I suppose that's why so many of us were glued to it. You were kind of willing her on. Everyone was trying to just will her on and send her every good energy, every healing light that we could that we might exist you know um, that we could send to her but and of course there were people that rallied around her over there and it was it was great to see it but you know none of this should have been happening none of this should have been happening in the first place and you can't help just but be devastated for her family today yeah now uh, Kian O'Carroll um, solicitor who we've had on the show before and uh, knew uh, Vicky feeling really well and, and uh, I suppose Kian it's fair to say you worked alongside her really didn't you in terms of uh, the campaign and, and what are your thoughts on a uh, sad morning thank you Joe um, I did work alongside her and she was uh, um, somewhere we started off as solicitor client I suppose and we became good friends over the years four and a half years of um, working with her and I've just never seen anything like none of us have seen a person like Vicky Phelan who could uh, marshal uh, resources all around her through her own brilliant abilities of communication and just the, the, the beauty of her, of her person um, to get things done and as a powerful uh, force for change. What impact would you say she even had on you personally, Kian? Um, well, personally, she... Um, she reminded me how important truth and honesty and courage is um, and that simple folks can really change the system if they stick to truth and honesty and courage because those are the three things that she espoused and that's how she set about rejecting in the first place any suggestion that she would act in her own self-interest um, uh, and insisting that everyone who was affected in the way she had been affected by the failures in cervical check were told. Uh, and then she set about with courage through a time in her life when I think anybody else would have said, I'm too sick for this. Uh, and instead, she didn't say that. 
energy to give, and I'm going to give it with all of my will to make a difference. And so she set about then fighting the system, ensuring that Dr. Scally's report was uh, implemented with its 50 uh, individual improvements in cervical screening in Ireland. She set about fighting for drugs for herself, which would keep her alive for longer, and they did. She then set about fighting the injustice that those drugs weren't available for other people. She then set about fighting the injustice that those drugs that were then made available for women who had cervical cancer were made available to other women who weren't part of the scandal. Then she set about creating a network to advise women and families affected by it, which then turned into a state-supported support group, 2 to 1 Plus. Um, And she counselled hundreds of people herself on how to access uh, uh, drug research programmes, drug trials, um, and just constantly helped and helped and improved. Um, I, 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 I don't know how she did it. And at the same time, she was fighting constantly to extend her life so that she would have more time to give love and support to her family and obviously to receive their love and support in whose company she passed away in the early hours of this morning. And we're talking to Solicitor Keane O'Carroll and Councillor Olivia Sullivan is with us in the studio and, and I'm really struck there um, as Keane spoke. It's the definition of self-sacrifice, what, what he talked about there. Absolutely. Despite her um, you know, terrible illness. And it's, it's so remarkable. Can any of us truly say if we were in the same situation that we would have been able to do what Vicky did? I'd say very few of us would say that with any confidence. Um, we have to be so grateful for her family, you know, that that, that gave her to us in that way, I suppose. Um, and and it, it's completely remarkable. She's she's just a one. She's one off, isn't she? Um, and her loss would be felt so deeply. Yeah, um, we're hearing from Limerick City and County Council that uh, the current mayor Francis Foley will be opening a book of condolence for Vicky Phelan later today. Um, so much mm-hmm. part of Limerick life, um, Kian. She wouldn't be one, I'd say, and you tell me if I'm wrong here, to to be um, talking too much about her legacy except when she was directly asked. But did she have a sense of how highly she was regarded by people, if you see what I mean? She did. Um, And she was fuelled by that. She was fuelled by a few things. Um, I think she was fuelled by knowing that she was helping people. But then she was also fueled by, she spoke the whole time about the men in particular. Um, she said, I think she expected women to have the empathy, but she said that she would, you know, constantly be out on the street or in a shop or at a social engagement, you know, or at one of the many occasions when she would have spoken. And men would come up to her and she would see something in their eyes and they would just start crying. That they were, she, she was the embodiment of loss for a lot of people. And and people poured a huge amount of there and still do, and I hope will pour a huge amount of the positive side of their own loss and grief in life um, into her as as the embodiment of courage. Um, and we all need inspiration, but there aren't very many inspirational figures around. Uh, and she is an inspiration. And when you talk about that, the, the, the self-sacrifice, I mean, it really is. It, it, it's, it's the pure Christian message, essentially, um, of self-sacrifice, that you do this for the good of others. Um, and uh, and I, I mean, the, the, 
immeasurable loss for her family. Um, We all suffer losses in life and maybe it gives us an inkling of the suffering and and, and the grief that others experience. Mm. But this country is suffering a collective loss now with uh, Vicky's death. Okay, well, listen, I, I know um, you have a lot of pressure on you this, this morning, lots of people wanting to talk to you, so we do appreciate your time. Solicitor Kean O'Carroll, who we have chatted to um, individually and indeed uh, with the late Vicky Phelan over the years that uh, he's been involved in these cases. Thank you very much uh, for your thoughts um, uh, this morning. Um, and uh, before we, we let you go, Olivia, have you any final thoughts? No, I suppose just to reflect on what Kean was saying there, she is she was she still is an inspiration I'm going to keep it in the present tense because um, Vicky Phelan is, has been an, an incredible Irish woman she's an adopted Limerick woman here um, we would be grieving for her for a very long time but I do think that she has already inspired so many women I can honestly say that when I was thinking of running for election that was at a time when Vicky was becoming very prominent and she's someone that I did look to for confidence of other women doing things out of their comfort zone and I'm sure I'm not the only one who's made decisions in life looking you know at Vicky and that will continue because the next generation will come through and I hope that women will take a leaf out of Vicky's book at some level because look at the courage that she showed to stand up for what was right and to fight for things like that she fought for every one of us every woman on this island and men you know it's it's all of us so I hope what Keen was saying there it's true if we can all take a little bit of the courage of Vicky feeling with us today and, and, and maybe light a candle for her this evening I know I'll be doing that we did it for her a lot when she was going through her illness so light your candles for her this evening Alright well Councillor Olivia Sullivan thank you very much for coming in and talking to us uh, this morning and uh, we have been reflecting on uh, the very sad passing of Vicky Phelan at the age of 48 Your views Your news Your Limerick Today with Joe Nash